All right, today's topic, you guys, is all about sleep and how it can impact your weight loss. And we all know this, like raise your hand. We all know sleep's important. So none of this information should really be uh, life-changing for you. But because I'm a nerd, we're gonna talk about a little bit of nerdy stuff. And then because Rondell is not a new mom, her fourth baby, um, but fourth, right? Fourth, okay. Cause sometimes like extras get in there. I only have two kids. So like four is just like crazy to me. Um, so she's going to give us with some tips on how to make sleep better. And she's a whiz at this. But first, Rondell, hook us up with some of the tips and tools that we have in place um, as far as like our Habits of Health book and where people can find information. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Al. Um, so this is element 19 in your life book. Um, and then all of the nerdy stuff and the Dr. A awesome little tidbits, they start on page 397 um, for this. And there's some really cool graphs and awesome stuff in there that talks about what you should be doing um, before bed and when you can take out certain things to help you prepare for better sleep at night um, mm -hmm. and just create your routines and stuff like that. Um, we'll get more into the routine here in a minute after um, after we talk about why it's so important to get great sleep because the, the routine could be lots of anything for you. So, yeah, and I love that graph. Again, there's a graph on page 407. But the thing that yeah. I've noticed is like my husband can drink coffee all day long and he falls asleep. I like I have coffee in the morning and I can't have caffeine later. Right. So it's just one of those things. It might be that your schedule and your tips might look a little bit different based on what you need. Also, I got to sleep in a like 65 degree room. Don't even come at me with some 70 degree something because I will die. I prefer 62, but you know, working on that, I've been married for 15 years now. Um, so take all of these tips and suggestions not with a grain of salt, but like use them and implement them for what's most important to you. But I really want to talk to you about the nerdy stuff because we know sleep's important, but I really want to go through just six main points of why, like, why is it so important? And the first one, of course, is, is that you actually get rest, rest and sleep are important for restoration. When you have restful sleep, your body actually undergoes super critical restoration processes that are important. Stuff like repairing your tissues, healing injuries. Um, it replenishes your energy stores so that your muscles work right. It also increases your immune system. I could talk about that for 900 years and I'm not going to, but sleep is really, really cool. And it is part of loving yourself and loving the journey to make sure that you're getting the quality sleep. Another reason why sleep's so important is it's super uh, critical for cognitive function, meaning the way that your brain tells your body what to do and how to do it. In fact, um, people say, people who study this, they say that operating on low amounts of sleep is very similar to showing up to work or driving your car impaired. Sleep deprivation is an impairment. Who's got kids? <laughs> right, like that infant stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
it's it's rough, but it's equivalent to showing up drunk. And when you don't have that rejuvenation, you can't solve problems very well. You're not very creative. Your brain synapses aren't working. Another reason is for mood. I mean, we know, we know that like when I wake up and I didn't get enough sleep, most of the time we feel irritable um, or cranky. And it's because that restful sleep regulates your hormones and it regulates your sleep or I'm sorry, it regulates your hormones in a lot of ways. One in the way you show up like with stress um, and just positivity, but it also regulates leptin and ghrelin. Is that how you say that? Grenolin. Um, and I think like in our, in our, um, email this week, I called it gremlin because that's basically what it does, right? Gremlin is a gremlin. It increases your appetite and makes you want to eat everything in sight. Whereas leptin satiates you and makes you feel full. So obviously we want to have healthy levels of these hormones so that we can do better with our own weight loss. We know also that energy is important. Quality sleep impacts your energy. And then the other one, of course, is cardiovascular health. And basically just feeling good, decreasing cravings and loving ourselves enough to get restorative sleep. Yes, because you're tired, but also for everything that's happening on the inside. All right, Rondell, did I get all that? Yeah, and just to add, you talked about the infant stage of child having children. <laughs> There's a reason why they tell you to sleep when your baby sleeps, right? Because you're still healing like me, I'm still Obviously I'll be healing for the next six or whatever months it is, but there's a reason why, because it does, you're restoring your body, your tissues, all of them push parts that you had to use. You know what I mean? Um, that's, there's a reason why it's called, or they tell you sleep when your baby's sleeping. Yeah. But that's hard. Yeah. I know for me, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't because my, my nervous system was so jacked up. I had such a hard mm -hmm. time trying to rest. And so yeah. So how would you say, Rondell, for someone who's like, okay, okay, I hear why I know all of this, but I'm ready to start implementing and really paying attention to my sleep. Just sleep is just as important as your nutrition. So what would you say to someone how they can make it better? First off, I would just say, keep it simple. You don't have to overthink it. Just like our plans, you don't have to overthink them for sure. Right? Like, so, so create a really simple routine right before bedtime make sure you're stopping your caffeine intake if you're a caffeine drinker um, and then make sure that you're creating a healthy sleep habitat for yourself we are animals right so I'll talk habitat I'll be all scientific here but um, make sure your room is comfy and cozy make sure your lights are at a level where they're either off or they're dimming as you're slowly falling into your sleep time um, me, I know that before just getting on plan, I was always on my phone before bed. I would take my phone to bed with me and it would just that, that light stimulation and that would cause terrible sleep for me. So once I finally got rid of that and we've created that habit within our family, the screens are gone before bed. And I've noticed that my sleep um, has gotten way better. Um, and then just another simple thing that you can do is to limit your fluid intake right before bed. That way you're not like me <laughs> up every 10 minutes because I drank too much water or, and by fluids, like it's any fluid really. I know that it also, um, helps me. I used to be a drinker and it used to make me, I used to go to bed anxious. 
right? And drinking alcohol would make me more anxious for some reason. And so I think removing that from, you know, a few hours before bedtime would also be a really good thing to help out with. And then um, a fun fact that I found too is that limiting, like you shouldn't be having um, these hard conversations or like super important conversations right before bed either. Um, just because you're already stimulating your brain enough and you want all of your problems at bay before you go to sleep. Um, and so those are some simple things that I know of that have helped me. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously there's other ones that are out there like don't exercise too close to bedtime because your heart rate won't be, you know, you won't be relaxed enough to get good sleep. Um, and those, those are the main ones for me. Mm -hmm. Do you have any else? Yeah. No, I think, I think it's great. I really think the big overarching one is about what, what people notice in science and just in the health industry these days is about screens. And so something that I, I have done is my phone. Um, I have a digital sunset. It doesn't work all the time, but for the most part, I leave it plugged in in the kitchen because it's crazy what happens if you have it plugged in next to your bed. You're like, I'll just check this one thing. Oh, I'll just check this. And then all of a sudden you're sending your BFF a reel that you saw, you know, on Instagram. And I literally will look up and I, just because I have awareness around this, I know that I do this and you're doing it too. Um, I will actually like look at it when it's outside of my digital sunset time. I'll be like, okay, let's look and see what happens. And so I will look, I'll look at the time and I'm like, okay, it's 9.15. I'm just going to do this one thing real quick. And then by the time I'm done doing that one thing, it'll be like 9.45. And so I'm still practicing this and still collecting the evidence. And so it doesn't mean that you're going to choose to have a digital sunset and go off into the sunset, literally. It just means like become cognizant and aware of it. And it is crazy. What I mean, I literally have to be like, no, no, no. You know, it's like I'm a four-year-old. Stop it. Um, and so that's how addictive it can be if your phone is next to your bed and it's not your fault, but it is your fault if you don't put it somewhere else, because you're probably not going to get up and go into the kitchen to grab it. And another trick I do for the digital sunset is completely turn it off so that it's like completely fired down. So you can't just wakey wakey and just do something real quick. It takes that extra step. Yeah. I love all that. Rondell, I hope you're getting good sleep these days with your infant. I, I am actually, he sleeps really good. It's, it's, he's, he's been a dream to be honest. Like he's, he's, the, there's a reason why he's the last one. Cause he makes me want to have another one. <laughs> oh, watch out. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> All right, you guys. So more information on this, for those of you who are in our paid community and you're one of our lose 10 pounds a month clients, you can tap into your habits of health book. Um, and then your life book for element 19. Otherwise, um, Google will give you more information on this. And then if you're part of our newsletter or our weekly emails, we also send out more information on this this week as well. And lastly, don't forget, it's massive savings this season until the end of the month. And so if and when your friends or family are noticing and are curious, the best thing you can do is just hook them up with your coach and say, hey, let me have my coach message you she's got some crazy uh, savings right now, or he has some crazy savings. Um, and then you'll get a referral credit for that too. So now's a really great time to chalk up referral credits because um, a lot of people are choosing to join right now, getting ready for summer, right? Mm -hmm. 
All right. Thanks, Rondell, for being my co-host okay. today. You guys have a great week and see you inside the community. Bye, y'all. Guess what? You guys are already rocking and rolling, but for summer, we thought that people might want a little bit of extra support, particularly people who haven't, haven't quite met us yet in our community. So we have something that starts tomorrow and it's called Summer Slim Down. It's two weeks of really high level coaching, recipes, tips, and support delivered into your inbox. This might serve you. A lot of it you've probably heard before because you guys are well-versed aligned members, but really what it's for are your friends and family who are asking or noticing. And it's also for you to talk about openly on social media too and get some friends to join you. So um, we're gonna be talking about it in the free group and we're gonna have a link for it that you can also share.